Welcome back to Trading 360, friends. I'm Nicole Pendelides. It's time for the 360 round. And let's bring in our panel. Moshi Katri is with us, Managing Director Equity Research at Wedbush Securities, and Paul Golding, Lifestyle and Payments Analyst at Macquarie Group. Thank you both for being here. So, uh, Paul, I'll start with you. We're looking at the buy now, pay later space. This, as folks, I was looking at Lizanne Saunders of Schwab. Who, she posted recently that household spending growth had its steepest one-month decline since June of 2013. People are pinching their pennies fast. Paul? Well, what we'd say with respect to the buy now, pay later space uh, and some of the, the market uh, commentary regarding household spend is that buy now pay later uh, is a, a potential credit facilitator for the underbanked or unbanked. And so while we've been uh, relatively negative on buy now pay later with respect to our coverage of a block and afterpay's contribution to that, just from a regulatory perspective or a cost of capital perspective, uh, it is a, a somewhat of a stopgap when uh, household finances uh, get tough. And so you may see a bit of a, a contradictory uh, dynamic play out there. So you see, for example, um, that in your Macquarie note, it says web traffic data suggests that a firm and uh, Klama continue to gain market share, right, Paul? So overall, our September year over year uh, web traffic would suggest a 10.7% increase uh, for the month. Uh, in, in just in terms of BNPL uh, web traffic. Uh, so maybe some indication there that it, there is incremental interest uh, in, in leveraging these tools to fund some of these retail purchases. But uh, what we'd say is that the space is somewhat split. We have incumbents like uh, Afterpay, which actually uh, saw an 18% decline. Uh, and so uh, as we look at how that uh, dynamic is playing out, there is some sh some shakeup in market share that's potentially underway. Yeah. So over at Wedbush, uh, noting underperformance, maybe unwarranted. Tell me more about this, Moshi. Uh, the underperformance that we're talking about is uh, specifically focusing on fintech in general, uh, as it pertains to Bana Pay Later. As you know, Nicole, we've been pretty negative. Um, on that entire space since probably July, August of last year. And what you're saying is a couple of things. Um, despite the fact that demand is here, you're actually seeing companies in the space uh, tightening underwriting standards. In fact, if you look at Afterpay's growth, it went from north of 50% uh, before it was acquired by Block to 15%. And a lot of this has to do with the fact that all these companies uh, understand where we are in terms of the economic cycle. Uh, they are weary of credit quality, uh, credit quality challenges, and they're really tightening standards. So demand is here. The question here is whether, as a consumer, you're going to be able to get that on a later loan today uh, versus where you would have probably been able to get it a year ago. So at this point, you don't really have any buys. I see a lot of neutrals, right, Moshi? Yeah, we um, we have a neutral rating on Block. Uh, we have another. I have another colleague that covers the firm. He actually has an underperform rating on the stock. So we are, as I said, uh, companies that rely predominantly on buy not pay later as a as a service line 
or as a product, I think will have some uh, challenges during the next six, 12 months. Okay, but I do see some outperformance in some of the other names. Tell me um, your thoughts, Paul. Where do you stand on some names? Do, do you like any of these names in this sector, or are you more neutral at this point? Well, our exposure directly uh, with respect to BNPL would be through our coverage of Block, which we also have a neutral on, just uh, in terms of our, our weariness of the afterpay contribution there. What I would say is, is that I think this dynamic uh, that I was discussing in terms of uh, the uh, interest in, in leveraging these tools, uh, given uh, tightening, potentially tightening household economics, uh, it could actually play out as we get through the holiday season here. We noted our MasterCard spending pulse update where we uh, recapped uh, that September holiday uh, expectation for November 1st through 24th, that uh, that survey expects a 6.2% increase year over year in holiday retail sales, X auto, X gas, uh, which considering inflation and uh, other macro headwinds, uh, we were somewhat uh, favorable on in terms of, of that survey. But uh, of course, uh, it could play out differently, but if that increase is to come, it may uh, attempt to come through in BNPL, and so we'll just have to uh, watch what happens with volumes there. Thank you. Thank you for that. Moshi Katri of Wedbush, Paul Golding of Macquarie, thank you.